0: From behind the lens and behind the microphone,
1: welcome to the podcast that takes you inside the world of Western sports and beyond from a different perspective. This is starched with your hosts, Garrison Allen and Clay Gardner. Uh, All right, everybody. Welcome to starch podcast. Garrison Clay, we have probably I'm going to go on a limb here, guys. Might be the biggest name in professional rodeo. Okay, I'm a, It's a. It's a big one. It's a big one. We have the 2020 World Champion Tie Down Roper. Four times he's made to the NFR, looking to make his fifth appearance this year. And number two in the world, Mr. Shad Mayfield is with us. Shad, thanks for coming on, man.
0: Guys, thanks for having me. Glad glad to be a part of it.
1: Gosh,
2: man, Shad Money <laughs> Mayfield. Who would have thought? <laughs> What's you been up to? You just been practicing?
0: Man, I, I'd like to take a break. It uh, felt like a <laughs> long old rodeo season, but uh just been practicing, getting back in the groove of things here at home, getting ready to go to a bunch more ropings. And, you know, October, it seems like it's just as busy until, until November we finally get a little break.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and it feels like in Texas, I feel like you guys rope even more now than you did, you know, all summer long. Then, yeah. you know, I I know you guys go rodeo, but like right now it feels like you guys are just it hammering it right now.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it seems like as soon as I get home, uh, there's a roping or rodeo or something going on all the time. And, you know, you, you got you can't miss out on it. You know, it's my job. We got to go got to go make some money or something. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's a blast. You know, if, if, it, if I couldn't rodeo, I wouldn't know what I'd do. <laughs>
2: What are what are some of the big opens that are going on?
0: Uh, well, this weekend, St. Henry's big invitational roping is going on there in Giddings. He has it every year. Uh, probably one of the biggest ropings of the year. And then uh, what's that pay? It pays. I think the average there, a guy can win twenty five, thirty thousand just at a jackpot roping Ooh. like that. And Dang. the week after that, the San Angelo Roping Fiesta come is coming up. So. Uh, we stayed busy. I went to a couple big ropings last week down in Hempstead and Rosenberg. Uh, they paid a lot of money, so uh, we always stay at it.
1: Yeah, and I feel like the jackpots, like, so, Clay, we both live in South Dakota, and so, like, the jackpots up here, you know, is like <laughs> yeah, completely different. than. <laughs> and you yeah. guys are roping, I mean, down there, you guys are roping and seeing where your game's at because you're roping against the best guys in the world.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's I feel like that's how I got a lot tougher at a young age. Uh, when I was 15, 16 years old, my dad, he'd enter me against the open guys, you know, th- he'd just throw me out there right to the wolves, and didn't really know what to what to expect of it at first, but you're gonna learn how to how to stay with that pack, so that's how I kind of came up, and I know of a lot of younger kids coming up like Riley Webb or someone like him, you know, he was always uh, entering them open ropes, roping against guys like me, and uh Haven, Tough, all them guys, he's been roping against us since he was 16, 15, 16, 17 years old. So, you know, I just trained you right there how
2: to be tough. Right. You like doing those uh, match ropings?
0: Um, I love match ropings, but I'm not really a match roping guy. <laughs> My adrenaline gets going too much, and I just start having too much fun, and I just do something wild. And <laughs> <was enough. laughs>
2: Uh, oh yeah you know
0: just roping one at a time and getting a little breaks enough for me yeah
2: how about uh let's hear about like some of your horses what do you what do you got what do you bring into the finals and stuff do you you, do you use them at those ropings too or do you kind of use some younger ones
0: man i uh really just bought a new horse like august while i was out there on the road and i didn't think he'd end up being my number one horse but right now he is and uh after winning two falls on him I made up the decision I'm gonna ride him at the finals so I got home and I rode him at the at the circuit finals and I said after that that I was gonna put him up until the finals so he's just he's laid back resting and I got a few more horses like my good horse Rampage he's uh he's had the whole year off so I'm just now bringing him back and He'll be my backup there at the final. So, just to get him ready, you know, I'll ride him at most of these jackpots to get our confidence back. And I have another horse, the mare that I rode all year, uh, Lollipop. Uh, you know, I gave her a little bit of a break when, when we got home while I was still riding Harry. And now I'm just bringing her back. So, I'll ride her at some jackpots just to kind of stay on them. But my good the horse, I'm going to ride out there. I was just going to kind of give him off till probably second week in November and I'll probably take him to maybe one roping just so we could get some runs with each other under some money. And, and then we'll should be ready for Vegas from there.
1: Where, where did that horse come from?
0: Uh, he come from Chance Thieson. That's who I bought him from. He's a, another, another guy that ropes calves in the PRCA, but, uh, I've been watching him since he was a young horse. He, uh, he came from, uh, Ty Baker and Ty Baker, he, uh, he used to rodeo and he kind of hung it up and, he was someone I knew forever, and Ty did a great job with him when he was young, and I, I wanted him then, and then Ty, he uh, kind of quit roping and sold him to Cooper Martin, and uh, I was kind of mad when Cooper <laughs> bought him because I, I wanted the chance to buy him then, but uh, then, unfortunately, Cooper's wrist got hurt, so he was out for a couple years, and he ended up selling him the chance. And, again, once I heard that happen, I was mad that I didn't get my hands on it. <laughs> so it was kind of a rotation, rotation to get to me. But uh, Chance, I noticed he hadn't been riding him. And I was really looking for a horse at the time because my good one was still down. Rampage was still down. And my other horse, Platinum, he had just got hurt. So uh, I got lucky. I walked up to Chance at Caldwell. And I said, what are you doing with Harry? And he said, oh, he's just kind of hanging out out here. I said, you want to sell him? He said, yeah, I'll sell him when I said I, I want to try it. Let's let's get going yeah. on this <laughs> and right right from the back, I mean, we uh, we thanks for are clicked with each other.
1: That's awesome.
2: Do you uh do you like getting them as young as you possibly can, or do you like ones that you know that are already kind of around the middle age, I guess, or something that you don't have to uh you just get the little things to kind of fix with them.
0: Man, I I hate a horse you gotta always do something with i like my horses uh to be solid every time you know i want to back in the box not having to worry about my horse so uh, i like older horses i mean harry he's 15 years old and i feel like that's perfect you know from that 12 to 18 you know i think that's the prime age of a calf horse and i don't want anything young because they're just you're always doing something with them and rampage when i started him out he was he was green and, and uh I actually had to finish him out. that was the last horse I ever like took and and finished and pretty much made him to where he was. So after that, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I like to get them, get them, you know, where they are solid. And with Rampage, it was different because I got him in 2020 during COVID year. and I'd already won the American and everything when everything shut down. So I got to kind of season him and finish him out on a, you know, pretty much less rodeo season where I had time to do it. So, it worked out after that, but other than that, I, I like them older and ready to go.
1: You probably don't have a whole lot of time to really train on a young horse, do you? I mean, I'm sure you're no. you're trying to make it, and you're no. trying to just do as little as possible yeah, and win. No,
0: it's, yeah, it's it's a project, you know. I've growing up, my daddy trained horses, so I was always doing it then. But he never really let me ride them young horses because. And I and I believe it to this day. I mean, I feel like it changes a guy's roping. I mean, you're gonna rope on a young horse for the horse, but when you hop on your good one, you're gonna rope for you, so it's a little different. But right. so when I'm home I tr- I won't rope on any young horse or do any kind of training or anything because it just changes up a guy's roping style. And right now I wanna be roping for me and, and not have to worry about my horse. So that's the only thing I see with most guys is if I train, I train or if I'm rodeo on a rope but I'm doing that, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, How did you all start? I know your dad, and I've heard you talk about your dad, you know, starting you out and stuff. But what was that like when you first kind of started out? I mean, did you know right away that, yeah, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life? Or was it kind of like, a man, I like doing this, but I don't know yet?
0: Man, it, it was tough growing up with old <laughs> Silver. <laughs> we did a little bit of everything coming up. Uh, my dad, he came up the hard way, so he he dang sure put it on you as hard as he could. But, <laughs> I mean, I grew up, I mean, we was at the Junior Opens every week, uh, every weekend. So I used to do it all. But, you know, I started out wanting to be a bull rider. I mean, Kepler was kind of my last, last thing. I mean, at them junior ropers, I'd ride calves and steers and not even care about the rope. But I was also. That's,
2: uh, that's funny because I do not see. Yeah. Even
0: when I was a little kid watching the NFR, I wouldn't watch the calf roper or any other event. I just watched the bull riding and get on my little chair or something. <laughs> and I, I loved it. And once once I got in that kind of 13 or 15 steer riding, that's when it kind of changed because uh, I don't think they were steers when they got when they got nuts.
1: <laughs> so I said, I'm out on bull riding. After, yeah, then, I'm
0: after then, like 12, when I was 12, 13, we set off on rope. But uh, I was a big sports guy, too. I, I loved football. So, I mean, I cared about football a lot. And, you know, my, my dad, he encouraged that, too. I mean, he was that dad on the sidelines. that He's he's going crazy. He's going to yell at the coach, hey, put my, put my boy in, like, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. I mean, it, it was fun growing up with him. It definitely taught me a lot. So yeah, it was uh, it was fun.
2: Who was, uh, <clears throat> who do you got a favorite uh, like sports hero?
0: Oh uh, man, I don't know. Here lately, it's definitely been Dion Sanders. Yeah, <laughs> <Deion> Sanders fan. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know all that about him. I mean, playing two games in, in, a, oh, in yeah. a day and all that stuff that he was doing that, that was cool and just. Just his confidence and just the swag. I mean, that's, I definitely look up to Dion. Yeah.
2: He, uh, he'd be a fun uh, coach yeah. to play for. Yeah, he, look, he's, he seems like a cool dude.
1: Yeah. So walk us through 2020. I mean, COVID year, but you come yeah. into the finals and you walk away with the gold buck. Just explain the whole, from start to finish, the whole year and all that stuff. Cause I mean, it's just fascinating to me.
0: Yeah, 2020 was crazy. I mean, I felt like uh, I had the best start, I think, to any season anybody's ever had. Uh, I just come off my rookie finals, not the rookie finals that, you know, I wanted to have. So I had a whole lot of of, uh, passion going into that next year, and I just had got a new horse. And we clicked off the first of the year. We won Odessa and then Went to Denver and won, I think we won second there. Went to Fort Worth, won third there. I won San Antonio. Won the American. I mean, I so much money won in the standings. I think I had a 100. I was at Houston when kind of everything shut down. And I was at like $132,000. I mean, before Houston. And that's just, like I'm looking at it today. Like I look at it every year like that's unreal. Why can't I see that every year? (laughs) It was just, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, I never... I think I back, I counted it out every time I backed in the box, I want to check. And then kind of COVID came and just kind of slowed everything down. I think uh, I thought that it was like the year I, I want to go buckle, but it was a danger of the year that slowed me down and took away a lot, a lot more than it could have been. Like I was thinking this year, like I could have definitely got to 300,000 just that year, but it's based off of the money that I've won in the past couple of years because of that. And it's just something that really slowed down my, my season and it just changed everything up. And the finals, you know, it was at Arlington in that big arena. And I was on Rampage then, and he was still green. I mean, I just seasoned him that year. And that's the horse I wrote at the finals in a big arena. I mean, I mean, it just sucked. I mean, you're looking forward to going to Thomas and Mac that year. <clears throat> right. So, necessarily, like, I want to get that gold buckle that's, like, in Vegas. I think it, it'd feel more real to
1: me. Right, right.
2: Did, uh, do you, do you, um, I mean, obviously, you, you'll probably like it being at Thomas and Mac more than a, a bigger arena, I'm sure. But yeah. do you, do you think it was because of just the, the way the setup was? Just because, like, a bit bigger as far as longer or just wider to the, if you you know your, your calf goes right, you got a lot more space just going that way. than because the left in Texas, when you went left, it was on the fence.
0: Well, in, in Texas, it was just a little different kind of left. So, like, they you, everyone thought that there was gonna be a whole lot of right, but really, the calves went left really hard. Left. I mean, it was just such a big arena, and everything was just different from Thomas and Mack, which I haven't even got it down to Thomas and Mack yet. But you know, it was just something that I was I was young, I wasn't prepared for. I mean, at that stage for me, I mean, it, it was big, but I feel like if the year could have been going and the momentum had going, I think it had been way better than what it came out to be.
1: Right. So yeah. what, what, uh, I'm thinking of how to ask this, but how much uh motivation does that play into this year? I mean, you're coming in number two in the world. You're yeah. coming into the NFR. I mean, obviously you want that gold buckle that everybody does, but, you really want it. I mean, I can even just the conversation, I can yeah. tell. I can tell. And you know, Riley Webb's got a little bit of a lead, but it's not out of reach by any means.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, anything can happen. And last year I came in the finals first with a little bit of middle of the lead, and Caleb Smith dominated the finals. And I was like, oh, why's Caleb Smith got to be here? You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, I ended up second last year. So it was like, <laughs> You know, that that sucks, man. Second <clears throat> and just counting how how much you, you lost it by. So this year I'm I'm coming in second place and sometimes I like to play catch up, you know, I think that's my game. So I'm kinda curious how it'll be coming in second place right there. I've never really had that feeling and and knowing that I got some ground to make up, but I mean I started Making ground, I think, on Riley was at, during Pendleton around that time. You know, he had me by like one hundred twenty thousand, yeah, which is just ridiculous and like an insane amount to catch up to. So I was like, you know, if you are gonna have, need a contention, I can go buckle it. You are gonna have to, you know, get a little more one. And and after Sioux Falls, I think now he just has me by seventy four thousand, which I mean, that made a tons of difference because that's just three go rounds. Yeah, and you know yeah. anything. Anything can happen there in Thomas and Max, so that's just how I'm going to take it.
1: Not only that, but that's just the average. I mean,
0: yeah, no, you, you come
1: and win the average, and yeah, that's
0: yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it's just like we said. I mean, probably that fourth go round. I mean, if everything goes good, I think you'll know a whole lot more what's going on. Yeah.
2: Do you got? Do you already in your mind? Do you already have like a small strategy that you're kind of just you know you think about daily yeah. as you practice? As you these ropings and stuff. Yeah,
0: you know, I, I was talking, I've been talking to Fred a lot. He's been helping me uh, mentally and just everything. And yeah, we've been kind of changing my game up here lately, you know, trying to just rope because I, I have the style where I can run a cat farther than anybody else, do whatever I can, and still be faster than most guys just with my ability. So, you know, I'm just learning how to use my head in in situation where if a throw doesn't feel right or look right, you know, it's okay to take a couple more swings, you know, just make sure everything's right. Uh, really just roping for an average and just roping smart.
1: Talk about your – I want to talk about Fred real quick. What's your relationship <laughs> like with Fred? Because that guy man. is a legend, man. I We, we need <laughs> to get him on the podcast is what we need to do. He's
0: a legend. I've been uh, – a me and fred i feel like we've gotten close here in the past month uh he called me at pendleton <clears throat> i called fred this summer i was i was roping bad man and it's like you gotta have that mentor someone that you yeah. know, just gonna tell you straight up like hey you're doing this this, you know just somebody yeah so fred's always he's always tried to be there for me but i called him and i said hey you know, I, I need some help. I mean, rope is going bad. I just I just can't figure this stuff out right now. And he said, I'll help you, but you got to listen. And, you know, kind of went from there, sending videos, talked to him, helped me. And, I mean, just right after that, you know, I've always been someone that listens and takes stuff in and been coachable. So I took it and ran with it, and it's been good. And, and me and Fred started to get closer, you know, at Pendleton. He called me. He said, what are you doing? He, he was at Pendleton. Oh. I said I'm in bed taking a nap. What's up? He said, "Come over here and have have one of these Pendleton margaritas with me." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, you know," I, I hopped out, and I think we kind of kind of did some talking then, and kind of you know got close, and and we've been talking about every almost every day, and it's just he's he's a character, man, and I just love hearing from him. He, <laughs> he's gonna he's definitely gonna keep things positive, and that's that's what I
2: needed. Yeah. Is, uh, is he still rope?
0: Yeah, you know, he's he's telling me about all. I'm about to go down a rope with him, but he's got horses. He's been training. I think he has a couple of really good young horses that I'm going to go down there and ride and stuff. And uh, I think he actually entered a rope, a jackpot last week on one of them young horses, so he's still at it. Wow.
2: That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that's way cool, actually.
1: <laughs>
0: so
2: I'd say you need to have a match rope in there.
0: <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see Fred and Cody go one more time
2: they that should well awesome. cody was doing a match yeah. open like not cody's been match
0: so. open but that's the thing is they did that match open at san angelo this year uh cody and and bren are matching over there and i was like why didn't they ask fred to do it i mean that's the legend yeah that's how it went down back over there
2: I would have watched it. But that. I
0: think it's because they know, I mean, Fred moves a little better than Cody does right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I mean, Fred, I mean, in reality, if he wanted to, he, I think he could compete. So I think that's that's why I oh. asked Fred to do it.
2: Wow. He said he should crack out at a few. Yeah,
0: I know. I, I, <laughs> yeah. And we'll see. We'll see where he's at with it. <laughs> he
2: start, he, yeah, you start hanging out with him even more, he'll probably start getting a <laughs> career. Yeah, crazy.
1: yeah. I guarantee he will. Shad's, Shad's yeah. probably gonna be training on him. Be like, listen, Fred, you gotta, you gotta get lower. Man. You <laughs> yeah. gotta get lower when yeah. you're flanking. <laughs> something like that. So I know that bad, that old back hurts. But you <laughs> yeah, gotta <get> yeah. down. <laughs> here, take these yeah. two Advil before you run, and you'll be just fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: Yep. What's the- hey? One of those Pendleton margaritas. Here, <laughs> <Yeah. you're>
1: probably- <laughs> yep. Exactly. What's the camaraderie like between all the calf rubbers I mean are you all pretty close especially like when you get to a place like the finals or like the American when they're just a small group of you I know like Pendleton there's a ton of you guys and stuff but when you get to like the finals and stuff are you guys I mean is it pretty good Are you guys pretty good friends and hang out and stuff
0: yeah you know every every time I've I mean especially during the rodeo season I'm buddies with pretty much all the calf rubbers yeah I golf with everybody you know Tell everybody what's up, you know. I try. I used to. I mean, even Fred's told me is that I needed to get an attitude. But you know, I I just want to be liked by everybody at the end
1: of
0: the day, Uh, and and just be cool with everybody. You know, I'm I'm dang sure going to be off to myself. But like, I'm not. You know, it's. I feel like I'm just roping against myself. You know, I ain't got no no grudge against none of them guys. And at the finals, you know, it could get a little different. Everyone kind of gets to themselves. But you know, there hasn't been a finals that i haven't been to where someone like tough or tyson's come up to me and just you know with, kind of gave me some motivational stuff if things wasn't going my way or anybody just saying what's up like good luck you know i mean everyone's been pretty cool like that
2: right right um <clears throat> so i got back up before we were talking about uh fred Hi. so what what's uh What's the, like, what's your what's your daily routine in Vegas? I mean, I know you sometimes got to do uh, do autographs <laughs> and whatnot, but what, what's, like, a normal day? And then I got to know, what's the nightlife? What's the nightlife? Because right? before you answer these, you got to answer them truthfully, <laughs> too. But, you know, I'm going to be filling out my fantasy team, so I need to know <laughs> these questions. I'm to so fill this stuff out. <laughs> man,
0: I, my rookie year, I've. I experienced Vegas. <laughs> I mean,
2: but you have to at least, like me, like four or five hours a night sleep. Be, maybe you
0: have to, you have to get those experiences in. you don't want to be 56 years old saying I wish whatever, but I you know, I, 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 I've i been good. Like last year, you know, I, the only night I went out, I mean, I, I was probably in bed at ten thirty eleven 11 every night, but the only night I, I went out was when I was six, five that night. Uh, to tie that arena record, you know, I, we digs for, went to the and <laughs> celebrated that night. <laughs> it was yeah. fun. And, uh, you know, I, I try to stay away from all that. You know, I think when I, was, when I was young and a rookie, you know, I could go out and hang out with people and, and just, it'd just be cool. But like now, like if you go out, you can just go out to dinner and you're going to get kind of bombarded by people or something like that. Right. You know, I like to kind of be low key, be the guy with the hoodie on over his head, but you just can't do that. So, you know, I try to stay to myself and, you know, I'm around people pretty much all day during autograph signings and stuff like that. So usually at night, I try to just relax and, and be by myself for a little bit.
1: Yeah.
0: He's, so, yeah, definitely okay. you hit me in that fantasy. We're going to be.
1: Okay. <laughs> Shad's telling Riley, Man, you gotta go out and experience Dagg every <laughs> yeah. single night. I <laughs> did do that too.
0: I mean me and Riley, we're I mean we're for a close, so I, I can do that. I mean like Here, yeah. here's a beer,
1: Riley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Live, a little, live a little live a little. Hop in this party bus with these guys, they'll take care of you. Man, Don't worry I'll about be it. Like over there
0: telling him like you're not gonna experience this every day in your life. You gotta soak yeah. this up. Here. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's awesome so i mean Uh, is it pretty hard i'm guessing you're a guy because you look like a pretty fit guy but you do you guys you eat pretty good in vegas too i mean do you kind of stick to a diet and stick to your thing or is it kind of just hey i just gotta i just gotta eat
2: i
0: gotta eat yeah Yeah. (laughs) i ain't got i ain't got no diet but that's just something i've honestly been working on is my diet because uh trying to keep my body feeling right i'm getting to the age now i'm just 22 but i feel 50 but i'm, I'm getting to the 22. yeah i'm getting to the age now where I, I take in try to take care of my body as much as i can and and i mean like lebron james he spends a million dollars a year on his body yeah. so really really this year i've really started to invest in my body and trying to take care of it and my diet's probably my worst part right now and that's the hardest part to get off
2: <laughs> it's hard. Uh, yeah you know it's just <laughs> Anyone on the road that, uh, I mean... It's you so can't weird. do it. He's, no. It's impossible. No. A lot of just fruit, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know.
0: driving past freaking some McDonald's at 2 in the morning. You got to get it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, the McDonald's. Yeah.
1: Where do you guys normally stay in Vegas and, like, board horses? Because I know that's a big deal, like, boarding horses in Vegas. Because I know a lot of people, you know, I know the thomas mac they do have some spots for them but that's tough
0: yeah yeah no i uh i used to keep my horses off ground and would have to have them there early every day but that kind of got old so i just keep my horses there at thomas and mac now you know they got it set up you know you got free hay free grain shavings, everything you need right there and just i'm just right there so it's just more convenient for me just keep them at the thomas and mac so that's what i do from now on and I keep calves just outside of Vegas, uh, so I can go rope. Like, the, since we got to be there so early, so I go and rope every day, or during the week if I need to tune a horse up, I'll go out there and rope. Sure. So it's basically how it is.
2: You think that does it actually help you? Like when you go and practice during the week, if you need?
0: Yes, I mean, just like just get if your I don't mindset practice. right. That's well, good. just for me, I feel like I don't. I just don't feel like I'm sharp, like. You know, a football team before their game, you know, they're out there, you know, still practicing. Right. So with my roping, I feel like if I don't practice for a week, you're going to be able to tell. So, I mean, that four or five days off there in Vegas where you're not roping or anything, it, it could take a toll on me. And this is the first year that uh, I'll have Kevs out in Vegas and actually do that because, I mean, that's just kind of how I stay sharp. You know, I, I won't rope it when the final starts just because – I mean, that's the instinct, just like we're out on the road rodeoing. But, like, even when I'm out rodeoing and, say, we get four or five days off where I'm not doing anything, you're going to tell my roping won't be as sharp for a little bit, you know. So I like to stay practiced up.
2: (laughs) And I'm sure it just helps in general. Like you said, you know, you're around people all day. and to get away from that a little bit and just, you know, calm all that mentally. really helps pretty
0: good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I – I figured out what a spa is in a hotel room. It's pretty yeah. nice.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I just, I soak that up and, and just tried to chill out. So
1: I'm going to flip it a little bit, but it has to do with it too, with you guys. But how, when you give advice to young guys, you know, starting out and stuff, and especially with the sponsorship stuff, I mean, how, what's some advice that you give to them? I mean, I, there's a lot of guys and there's a lot of people that wear patches and stuff like that, you know, and stuff. But... How do you kind of tell people to, you know, kind of be smart about your money and go for what you're worth, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, how, yeah. how do you, how do you tell a young guy that and coach him along that?
0: Yeah, kind of kind of with sponsorships. You know, growing up, you want to create a relationship and be loyal to that sponsor. You know, I've got sponsors that I've been with since junior high. And still with them today. And that's just helped because we've just grown a relationship with each other that's even, it's even better than if we just signed with each other. And you know, last week or right. something, like rock and roll denim and panhandle, I was on their junior high and high school team. And now we're full on got contracts. And same with Huey, American hat. So, you know, you don't want to be a person bouncing around. Oh, I like, I like Resist All. I like American. Yeah. And I'm just going to email both of them. You got to pick your brand and you got to stay with them and be loyal yeah. to them. That's what I've learned. And, uh, you know, starting out, I mean, if you're good, you're going to eventually start getting paid and, you know, you got to be smart with your money. That's something I'm not. It's smart with my money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like they call me Money Mayfield, but sometimes I feel like it's just, I'm just getting back. Yeah, I'm
1: just getting back. By by like, yeah. Like
0: I'm trying to figure it out myself. He's like, hey, speaking of that it money. money yeah. Yeah. It ain't Money Mayfield sitting in the bank It's Money Mayfield's getting these. Bills yeah. That's yeah. about it. But. Yeah, no, you just gotta you gotta be smart. I, I was trying to save as soon as I turned eighteen. I was trying to save way more money than
2: I. Yeah, had. yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, do you have like a like a mental tool kind of uh, you know when you back in the box and feeling feeling pressure? You know, like we can just talk about the cinch playoffs. Like, I mean. You you just had to make, I don't remember how fast you had to be, but you had to make a really good run. I mean, and you were, I think, were you last out? I don't remember.
0: Uh, second yeah, second last to last. Yeah, second to
2: last out. And so, like, you and you kind of know what you have to be. So, you know, what what, it, it, what is the mental tool? Do you have one?
0: Yeah, uh, not really, you know, a mental game is not my best Part I don't feel like I'm I lack confidence sometimes. Honestly, believe it or not, whether I sound cocky or not, I'm <laughs> actually not. But so like, but like, it's crazy though. Like I I tell people all the time. Like I know when I'm gonna do good. I just feel it in myself. But I'm trying to train myself to know you're gonna do good every right. time. Like it's crazy. Like at Sioux Falls, um, I knew I was gonna do good. I just. I had a feeling I, my body felt good. Just everything felt right. Like I knew everything was going to happen. So, I, you know, I just back in the box. and was like, you know, it's going to happen. You know, you just got to do your deal. And that's just what I've always gone by. And, and there's been times like at Pendleton this year. I'm not even kidding you. I was high call back. And me and Blaine Cox, we rodeo together. And uh, he he ended up winning Pendleton. And when we go in there, you know, short rounds going on. I'm stretching, trying to move around. And, i tell blaine i said blaine i just i don't feel right and he said what do you mean he said i just don't feel very good about this <laughs> and he's like what and i said hit me And he hits me I said, hit me harder he hits me harder and i'm like i just i don't like i knew like i knew i wasn't you know and my calf ended up getting good i didn't i didn't tie very good my calf ended up getting up and i was like walking out there i was like that's crazy like i knew i was I suspected I was going to do bad to start with. Like you got to change your mental game and know you're
1: going to do good every time. Right. Yeah. What's your favorite rodeo? (laughs) What's your favorite rodeo to go to? You talk about Pendleton cinch playoffs. What's your favorite one?
0: Pendleton. I love Pendleton. Really? That's uh that's my favorite rodeo. Just roping on the grass. And you know, you got people that, Guys, I mean, I've been that guy that you you got the finals made after Puyallup and you drive right past Pendleton and head home. And I used to do that, scared of the grass and ready to get home. But, you know, now I'm a dang sure stop into Pendleton. And like next year I said, I'm going to be there for the rest of my life, roping on the grass. And I'm definitely going to start entering new events. And I mean, that's just such a cool rodeo. There ain't nothing like it. And Just the people that come in, I mean, it's crazy.
2: Yeah. You should start team roping. Oh,
0: I do. I, I team rope every now and then. I, uh <clears throat> I said, Yeah, I, I head and heel. I mean, I went to the timed event last year. The since timed event. I bulldog all of it. But, you know, I, I said I was going to end the team roping and the trip of next year at Pendleton. So we'll see.
1: Oh,
0: Yeah. Man. <laughs>
1: Stetson Wright, who? Sorry, Chad Mayfield. Yeah, here. yeah. I'm coming
0: for <laughs>
2: <Yeah. it>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: that's awesome, though.
0: Yeah.
2: You, uh, you got a favorite sports movie?
0: Man. I don't know. Name me a couple. What's a couple good ones?
1: <clears throat> Man, sports Remember movies. the Titans.
0: That's a remember good the one.
1: Titans is a great one. Yeah, I do uh, the, ro- the Rookie. Dennis Quaid, the baseball one. That one's good. I'm trying um, to think. I, I
0: got a bunch of... I mean, I've watched every sport movie. I, I like them
1: all. The Mighty Ducks. uh yeah. um, <laughs> The you know, Mighty Ducks. I, I
0: like them sport documentaries. like. On oh, yeah. And on, like that quarterback one that come out. Those are pretty
2: cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wish I would. <clears throat> That's the kind of stuff rodeo needs. Oh,
0: absolutely. I think of it every day. It's like, I wish I could get a documentary. Or just... Just someone for one year, a full rodeo from January first to, I mean, after December. Just tag yeah. along and just video everything. I mean, let's that's do it. it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> let's make it happen. I mean, that's
2: we'll tell, we'll tell, we'll tell. Uh, we'll that <laughs> so you can fund this and <laughs> tell we'll them be,
0: fund this, and it'd be a hit. Cowboy yeah. channel it, be. Fun oh, by. I'm telling you, that, oh, man, I'm telling you, because it's different. I mean, rodeo's already in right now from uh yellowstone and everything so
2: yeah, See, good.
0: some people don't un- fully understand rodeos, so get a camera beside me and let's go like
2: ever since the jordan documentary
0: yeah oh yeah 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 uh, it's, I just I think I it's just crazy can't. like all those documentaries how they go back in the day how'd they get all that recorded and stuff I know. Like it's crazy, it's... just the things that they get on camera. Like today, it's like I can't remember what I did two weeks ago.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, You right. look. You know, they got everything. Uh,
2: you you have any? You, your parents ever do that? Got any old like film? Not
0: really. I mean, just tapes from. I mean, junior rodeos that are literally on a little box thing that <laughs> I can play them now. <laughs> So that's about it. But it sucks because you wish you had those memories now, but you don't.
2: Right. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch. Yeah. When it- I think... Uh- Oh, I just remember when back when I was playing basketball, when I was like little, and they came out with like the camcorders. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my parents; they always had to take turns because it's like they never got a tripod for some reason, yeah. so they had to just <laughs> hold it up all the time. Can you imagine doing that? <laughs> yeah, exactly well, like, basketball for yeah, one whole court, exactly. like half a game. And, and then like, turns.
0: and then the moms come out with the big iPads. So oh yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. sitting up in the stands like this. <laughs> you know, just screaming the screen's yeah. so big it's like and it's like now you he, just have the iPhone that does better than anything
2: yeah man those iPads Yeah. now you know what it is at weddings nowadays it's the grandmas yeah, it's they'll the grandma's be like, iPads. Just like <laughs> yes Yeah. But I think I'm like yeah. what
0: like when we were kids growing up in the junior rodeos it was just like holy crap they got an iPad yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're videoing yeah. on the iPad that's next level they live level. in Beverly that's Hills
0: yeah that's next level
2: freaking ipad so
1: when it's all said and done and you know i mean you got a long career it's not going to be done but what what's something that you want to leave behind when it's all said and done you know um a reputation whatever it might be what's something that you want to leave behind and what do you what's something you think you'd like to do when you're done when you're done as well
0: man i just like to you know keep a great reputation for myself you know so that when i'm 40 50 years old and and done you know i still have people look up to me and and be known as a good person but at the end of the day i want to make tie down roping better and make it last you know it's not a i mean there's a lot of hate towards rodeo and and all that but i'm just trying to you know make it better for the younger generation that this is going to be around and it's just going to get better and better and i mean we got the chance to do that right now i feel like this Group of guys right now in calf roping is like next level and keeps it interesting yeah. for everybody to watch. And it's making it better, so I mean, I think that's something something big. But you know, other than what am I do after rodeo? Hopefully, I learn how to save some money and put it away so that I can just <laughs> gotta chill out. Right. But you know, I always have horses. You know, hopefully, have kids be going on the duty rodeos. But uh, yeah. Uh, I always told myself, I don't want to be roping forever. You know, you're going to have it figured out. I mean, get some stuff paid off, be able to start your own construction company or something. That's what I've always yeah. wanted to do.
1: Yeah, That's funny you uh, said, <coughs> I want to go on this, but you talk about the tie-down ropers and stuff. And I think out of all the events, you know, I mean, obviously tripping's done it, but tie-down roping might be the most controversial,
0: especially oh, yeah. in
1: people that don't know rodeo, you know? I mean, so... Do you guys see that, and do you guys feel that pressure a lot?
0: Oh, I think well, we feel it all the time. I mean, you can see it just going anywhere, and, and you'll especially see it this year at the finals. I mean, everybody likes each other, but everyone's just so tough and has their own style and thing going. You know, it's it's just awesome to watch and especially be a part of. I mean, it's a freaking dogfight everywhere. I mean, right. all, all guys are so tough, and I think that's what Capropin I think it is one of the – best watch sports and in in rodeo because of the competitive level that they're
2: on right right um you mentioned you mentioned like you want to make calf roping better and all the stuff like what what would uh what is that what is better what what would you change like if you had the chance to make some changes what would it be Mm, good question
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, I mean, I think it's off to a good good start right now. I mean, it's getting way better than it was. Like, we used to have a jerk-down rule, and yeah. I mean, they're taking that out and you know, making that better for us, especially at the finals. So, I mean, it's off to a great start on getting better already and just, I mean, providing better cattle and just the payout. I mean, everything's already in works of getting better within probably the past two years, probably since Cowboy Channel's been around, really. Yeah, I mean, everything had to get a little better.
2: I uh, I think it'd be fun to see at some rodeos, bigger calves come back, like the old school I'll days. Like
0: old bring, old bring them summers. back. Bring them back. That
1: fun,
2: man. Yeah,
0: I, I, fun I'm, fun. I'm six, three, two ten. I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No, but guys... Houston, I feel like Houston's like the, still like the rodeo that seems like the older days. I mean, you got big right, calves. Right, right. Long score, okay. big arena. I mean, if you want to see that, then definitely Houston's the spot.
1: Yeah, with the uh, with the uh, you know the animal rights people and stuff like that. Do you guys um kind of? I mean, obviously, calf Open is one that they are like, oh my god, that's so awful towards them. It's so yeah. awful towards the calves and stuff. I mean, is there is there any like legitimate concern at all? I mean, I I don't know. I've just always. You hear it sometimes like, oh, the CAFR Open's going away. It'll never, you know, it's going away and all that stuff. Is that any truth to it? Or do you think that it's in a good place where it's like, you know, this is, it's fine how it is. We're just going to ride it out?
0: Man, I, I think it's fine how it is now. I'm probably just going to yeah. ride it out. Honestly, I think they've gotten a little better about it. Or yeah. not, not that they've gotten better about it, but I feel like. More people are starting to understand it and honestly yeah. because of the freaking T V show Yellowstone. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like that I feel like that got rodeo going on on a whole nother level since but, that and so I think it's off to a great start already and, and gotten better. I mean people are starting to understand more. I mean, I feel like the only thing the only people that that worry about it is the only people that don't understand it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, you're going into Thomas Mack, okay? This, I'm going to paint a picture for you guys. You're going in Thomas Mack. Round number 10. You got to win round number 10 to win the world. You put in your AirPods. What is the first song that you put on to get you pumped up for round number 10?
0: Man, Just Win by by Jeezy. That's okay. My <laughs> yeah. That's my song. <laughs> even listening to the talking part, like it pumps me up.
1: I love it. Yeah. I love it. See, it's probably because I'm white, but I'd I'd probably play like Just Lose It or something or lose yourself by M M&M.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get that. I mean honestly like it was at that, that Super Ball, I was listening to just win. I mean by by young yeah. GZ, I mean it's just oh I yeah. love that song.
1: Okay. I like it. I like it. Hey. I'm going t- I'm actually- gonna tell Hambone. Was the music director this year, if he's on My Fantasy, then I'll, he has to play Just Win before Shad rides in. <laughs> hey,
0: if we can get him to listen, I need to change my NFR song because it is not very lucky.
1: Okay, right. okay. <laughs> we have, uh, got to get, go we have got
0: to get that changed. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll get We'll get in touch with him. <laughs> if,
0: if he plays it in the first round, ah, oh, you might as well not have your <laughs> <Yeah>. fantasy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> uh, sweet. <laughs>
2: That is funny. All right, man. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, put that in the, uh, what's the, what's the, like the, the suggestion box. Yeah. Box. Box. yeah. yeah.
0: I'm just going to tell him you, you pick whatever you think. Yeah. <laughs>
2: did they, they, they don't actually, did they ask you guys ever. Yeah. That, my ahead? rookie year,
0: they, they, I mean, no, they did a Facebook post. It was like, Hey, if y'all have your
2: Ooh.
0: song, uh, whatever, that just hit us up. And I had mine and it was hot by, uh, Gunner and Young Thug, and I mean, it's got a cool beat, but it's not very lucky. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh.
1: time for a change. You know, Switch it up. Switch it up. Yeah,
0: time, time for a change. You know, you gotta get that Cody O Cowboy coming back. <laughs> yeah, you know, when they when yeah. they play cut when they play cowboy, you knew Cody O was about it. Oh that yeah.
2: <laughs> you, you, since you've been hanging out with Fred, you're gonna start doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was watching <laughs> the, that the, one the, one while we're on here. I was
0: watching the old tape. It was yeah. like It was crazy. Uh, So, I mean, you got to watch some old tapes. How It was so much cooler back then. I mean, the guys at the finals. So, they were like zooming in on Fred, uh, and Blair Burke was in the box about a rope. And it was like if Blair – it was like the 10th round. If Blair catches and wins the round, it's going to contribute Fred to having to win the round and win the world or something. So, it was like they'd zoom in on Fred while Blair's in the box. And Fred like seen him, you know, zoom in, and he just kind of gave him a smile. And Blair just go out there, and he's like six eight, you know. To, I think did the arena record or something. He's winning the round, and and Fred's just sitting over there real quiet, and Blair's just doing this. Oh! <laughs> it's like straight up shoving it to him, and I was like, yeah, it's it definitely a different back then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh. Oops. all right i wish i uh god i'm like now i'm gonna look up some of that yeah
0: stuff. Got yeah
2: i i get lucky a little bit because i do i shoot the infr yeah. and blair he's native and so he's been there you know yeah, last couple yeah. well, last, like three or four years but, no, but it's every time he backs the box i'm like this i don't even know he's however yeah. old i'm like this is awesome yeah no
0: like back then it was cool like you know you got boyd and And Bob Tolman, and just they'd hype everybody up, and
2: and yeah, like
0: like they had freaking their camera crew. Like, say, me and Riley are are going at it for a world title, like, while I'm in the box, they got a little view angle of of Riley or me. Like, that's what they do back then. Like, it was they they try to create, yeah,
2: they were trying
0: to create that little, you know, diversity right there.
2: Kind of fun, though. That's a good stuff for sure. Well, one more thing on Blair. I just—he always had that walk, like he kind of had like his hands back. Yeah,
0: yeah, that walk back to his horse. He had the same back every time.
2: Just like super
0: swaggy.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like, (laughs) dang, it was awesome. Well, all right, man. Well, thanks again. Thanks for coming on, man. Glad to
0: do it. That was fun.
2: Well. uh, You'll oh, probably be on my fantasy team now. That no, you, we're that in,
0: you got to. You got now. <laughs> yeah,
2: you already got your. Like you said, you've been out, done the yeah. lifestyle. Tell to
0: paint uh, that song, and we're good.
1: I was gonna say if, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna talk to Hamill before I draft Shad. So if they keep the song, yeah. I'm going with Riley.
2: But if they don't, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going Shad. Deal.
0: I'm telling you, you'll know. <laughs> you'll know. Uh,
2: that's funny. Thanks, thanks,
0: guys, for having me on. All right, man. All thanks. Right, I'm Chad Mayfield, and you're listening to Stars. Stay tuned.